then I says to her, <laughs> Hello, okay, so this week, um, my partner was not able to be here, so we have a guest this week. This Hello. is this is Kieran. My name's Kieran. <laughs> and uh, I'm interested in this topic as well. So he's not actually a part of the class, but I'm just going to debrief uh, the reading and the documentary that we watched in class. So basically our topic for this week was talking about um like the foster care system and child welfare and how it impacts uh like people of color okay and so in the first reading they gave us it was talking about i mean black people in general but also this one woman and how um black children are disproportionately affected by the foster care system so for example like black children are taken away from their families much more like if something happens white children are usually allowed to stay with their families until they're placed somewhere and also when um they do get taken into foster care they said like most white children are returned to their families within about three months and this is extremely rare for black children um and then also just within the system in like homes uh, black children get abused very often and the social workers don't do anything and then their reports are like um, not very clear and not very well laid out when it comes to that but then with white children it's much more organized and white children will be taken out of the home if it's abusive most of the time Um, so yeah I guess what are your thoughts or questions or any extra jump right in there Um, yeah jump right in well I, well, I was going to ask you... Can we start over? <laughs> no, it's fine. Continue. Okay. <laughs> um, it's okay if you don't know anything. Okay. No, I mean, like, I know I know stuff about the system. Um, I just, like, I'm, try, I'm trying to formulate questions to ask Yeah, you. that's fine. Um, I guess, I mean, obviously, it's, it's horrible that that happens. Um, and we should... Okay, never mind. Anyway, we're focusing. Um, Just like, what what are there, what what would you do to change? Did you ever, what did they, in the reading, was there anything that they could do positively that we could do to impact that? Or is it more of just like informational, like, this is what's happening. And are are we supposed to come up in this podcast? Like, are we supposed to talk about solutions? Are we supposed to talk about like the underlying issues? Um, I mean, well, the underlying issues are kind of just anything that goes back to racism and color because I mean another part of it just for example was we watched a documentary on um, Native American children being taken into the foster care system and a big part of it was it wasn't that there were anything wrong with the families it was just they wanted to make them as white as they could so that was when they were taking them in yeah right the boarding schools and they would cut off their hair and say that you can't speak that language and you can't take any of your culture um there was one woman in the movie who basically her foster mom like washed out her mouth with soap anytime she would speak her language and she said like i'm gonna i'm gonna wash off that culture from you and said like you're not allowed to be that culture i'm gonna save you from it um and so that was also happening with african-american and black families where they were like well we're you know we're gonna save you from being black and what that means and the associated thoughts of like poverty sure um so i mean we can talk about policy reform and things that we could do in this class or i guess sorry as people sure um 
because one of the things they were doing in the documentary is they were talking about having um, like a truth and healing council basically okay. where they went and they talked to these um, like indigenous mothers and they published research and they were just kind of making it well known and so they do this in Canada too but this is yeah, sure. um, they do this in Maine okay. um, here and yeah so they went and talked to a lot of people about it and got their stories and it was uh, very heartbreaking to see that because sure. they were just I mean it was children taken taken away for no reason and then when you talk to the children they were so badly abused in the homes like this one woman talked about how her stepfather would make her and her sister go into the shed and strip and would rape them or this other person talked about there was a big room where they all slept and there were bunk beds and if you had to go to the bathroom you had to just go in the bed and then you had to lay there and then you would get punched for it in the morning so there's a lot of abuse like extra abuse because i mean foster homes are already bad no matter the race right. but and then it's you like racism. you're right then it's right. 10 times as bad you know? sure sure so, yeah. so so i guess based on what you're reading or what what you've been reading for the class like what what do you think uh would be ways to reintroduce that culture like if it's being lost from these children or, or i guess that's not very good grammar i'm sorry this is academia um <laughs> if it's being taken away from these children what are ways that we can regain that like how uh, like obviously like a lot of like a lot of native american cultures don't have written or have the written word how do we how do we find a way to reintroduce them to that and like and you because because part of it is healing the things that have been uh, that have been done to these children but like what are ways that you've read about or what are your ideas for how we can uh reintroduce what they've lost i guess Right, so one thing that was done actually was they said that you basically you first you had to place the Native American children with um, like someone who's related to the family like brother sister grandparents um, and then it was extended family and then in, like someone in the tribe or then someone else in the other tribe or then any other Native American person now had. is this recent or is this like a long time um, this was not I mean is recent to you like if this like, wasn't after the 70s um i'm not i actually don't remember but i think it was around there okay um so yeah they did that and i think that made a really big difference just in the fact that even if children are taken away and children are taken away a lot more still than white children um, absolutely yeah then you're still not able to wash away that culture they're not punished because they're Native American because they're with those families um, and I think it's just really complicated because because of the systematic racism and everything that has happened there is a lot of poverty in these communities especially for uh, people on reservations and so I think as an uninformed person it might be really easy to look at that situation and go oh if there's a family on a reservation that doesn't have water or power and the dad is absent and, and an alcoholic so but and there's this loving white family here so we should obviously just place them there because that's better for the child right. and i think you kind of run into this kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place thing where you're like well, do you salvage the rights of the culture or do you do what's best for the child? And then who determines right. what's best for the child? Like, right. is it a white person determining what's best for the child or is it 
a Native American determining what's best for us. Sure, sure. And, and you can't solve that overnight either. Like, there's a lot that has to change. Right. But, so, yeah, it's difficult. And I think with, like, black families too. Sure, sure, absolutely. So, I guess, yeah, what else? Racism runs deep. <laughs> well, I mean, I... What, this, what this would might... you suggest? Like, being an uninformed person, I guess. Or not as informed. Not as... Well, I, I will say I am slightly informed. Because I... This isn't probably the same thing, but my grandmother was born on a Cherokee reservation. Right, yeah. Um, and she... And her... Both her parents died. She was orphaned when she was, I think, two or three. Mm-hmm. And so she was raised by her aunt. Mm-hmm. Aunt. Well, I don't... doesn't matter. Um, but... She she raised with her aunt as her mother, and that that's not really like she wasn't taken away from her family because she was taken like her parents were taken away from her because they died. But the, it, she wasn't removed into a white family until she decided to do that on her own with my grandfather. Um, but I guess I mean it's really hard because I like. I'm, I'm pretty uninformed, but, like, when I look on Facebook, there's a lot of initiatives that people do for, like, water on the Navajo reservation or, like, different clothing for up here. And um, I know, like, up here, art is a really important, like, I um, art is a really important part of, it's everywhere. I mean, it's a part of every culture, but, like. Right. But the, what you know about. What I know about in, in, in Northwest Native, like, carving is mm-hmm. a really important part of history. And you can actually find out a lot about it, even though. Like cedar trees as carvings only last like fifty or sixty years. Like they don't last that long. But we can learn a lot about from what we already know, and a lot of that has already been lost, especially up here. Right. But the nice thing is like like Cherokee falling leaves. Like there's there's a written language for that, and so you have some longevity there. And like that's that's obviously that's that's kind of biased in and of itself because I'm projecting like the way that especially like previous other civilization not other civil like other cultures uh remember things like through through writing right so um and it's it's gonna be different for for wherever you are but um i mean i mean i guess that is really tough because we, we have to give them resources you know i mean that sounds bad we have we have to be able to like provide resources but like i think especially like in our perception of the justice system it's one person at the top making decisions for everybody else. Right. And that person is typically always like a white male, male of color. Or, I'm sorry, of power. What am I saying? <laughs> I'm getting all turned around. It's okay. The other one. Um, so, like, I think I think you have to bring bias in. Like, but obviously racism is bias. Right. And, but you have to bring in your other biases as well. And, um, I don't really see like a really quick fix to that mm-hmm. um, because it's really hard to turn around what we've done to them already because we've been doing it to them for so long. Um, so I, I guess I guess just like I wish there was a way to I guess because you start with like the basics first, mm-hmm. uh, you provide that for them like because you because you know equal you want to have equal opportunity and they don't ha- and and. Uh, Native American families don't have that right now and black families don't have that right now so I mean that would that's that's the first I mean I'm I'm uneducated and I'm young and I'm you know I'm I have some idealism but and that's biased for me but I think that the most important thing is to 
create like you have to go beyond opportunity obviously but i think if you start with the very basics which we're not giving them now that's like the very first step so yeah i agree and yeah so like for me uh my great grandma was also actually orphaned um her parents died in a car crash and so she was adopted by a white family and so we don't we don't really know anything about the culture or anything and neither did she um and so I think, I mean, I knew that, but I kind of didn't really think about it, like, in depth until uh, we saw this and, like, why that was, because, I mean, I'm so far down on the chain of, like, you know, being, like, indigenous that I don't, it's not really something I think about or talk about, but I was, yeah, like, thinking about how she was also orphaned and taken by a white family and how we, like, know little bits of culture but like really not a lot um, right. which is i think kind of sad even being yeah. this far down and not knowing much but well um, it's lost it's not it's, right. there's no way to ever get it back right and yeah just with the what you were saying about giving people like basic opportunities when you have people who live like they're in like third world countries there's I mean, it's not opportunity at all. And I, there's a big talk when it comes to human rights about having like uh, positive human rights, which means that uh, like people have to do something for you. So for example, healthcare is a positive human right because you're forcing someone to do something for you or the right to education or the right to food because then the government technically has to give you food or education. Um, however, the argument for that is if you say if you don't have positive human rights then even if you have the rights like the right to vote or like those like basic citizenship rights you don't really get to enjoy them if you're uneducated or right. if you're so far off on a reservation that you can't get to like the voting booth or you're in like a place right. where literacy is super low then like reading a ballot that has language that's like super legal it means nothing to you right so you don't really get to enjoy those rights anyway right education is key to it like my dad my like i come from a white family my dad always like has always passed on to me that education is the way that you like better yourself well education is power yeah really. like it sounds yeah. cheesy but even when it's you talk, true it's cheesy but it's true right when you talk about like prison and you think about um recidivism rates they say the thing that lowers it the most is education because if you don't have education then you can't get a job and it's getting it's true. like harder and harder because now they want you to have like an AA just to be like a bagger in a grocery yeah. store which is ridiculous and I think puts like a disproportionate effect on people of color and those are the people who since they are in poverty usually end up doing those jobs right and so then it ends up going to like white teenagers who don't really need it and it's just kind of unfair but i just think another like random point um that wasn't mentioned in the documentary i thought was interesting was i think a big step to take is also like on federal papers and uh governmental stuff like stop saying american indian because like we say American Indian like it's a normal thing and I think from my personal opinion I think like I mean it's not on the same level as the n-word but it still has very racist roots because right. that's I mean that's the word Columbus came up with when he thought he came to India right. and so it literally goes back to genocide and rape and everything that happens so I think like even if we don't realize it like saying American Indian is a really big blow to the community and so 
it's something small, but I really think we should change that. Like, well, what would you say instead? Would you have like individual listings, or um, would you just say like first peoples or like? I think so for all people across like the world, mm -hmm. like you know in South America and in like Australia, you say indigenous people, mm, and then okay. people in this area, I would say Native American or. Uh, Native Northwest American, for example. Right. Um, I think I'm not a good person to say. I think for me, that's what I think is a better thing to say. Um, but also, I think that, I mean, for all the listings, we shouldn't let white people like name censuses. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't yeah. need a census, but that's a different issue. But I think that, you know, we should get to decide things because also, this is like a random tangent, but I remember Miss Beckerman talking about this actually. Who is our psychology teacher in high yes, school? Yes, in high school, um, and she God, used she was. Say that to the people. Okay, well, Miss Beckerman is a wonderful person, and she was like the first woman lawyer at this huge law firm, and she's very impressive. And she stopped doing law because because of education and because she thought that she could change more people and change the world more if she did it through high school students. So. Anyway, um, I remember her telling us that um, saying African-American is actually, you know, politically incorrect. Um, but we kind of say it to sound more polite. I know I do. Um, and I'm not really sure why we do that. But, you know, it's kind of like, you don't... We say, like, blank American for people who are, like, have just, like, come to the country or something. You know what I mean? Like... If someone has lived here a long time, we usually say like, oh, they're like Asian or oh, they're American. We don't usually say they're like Asian American, African American because right. someone is African American if they their parents were born in like Senegal and then they came here. Like right, then you're African American, right. but you're not really African American if you've been here since like the 15s. Yeah, you know? right, right. If your family's been here. That was just a side point, but huh. um, thank you for talking with me. You're welcome. I never want to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's it's an important conversation to have, and I'm glad we're having it. Yeah, and just... I think we should have it on a, on a, like a bigger level. But I just make fun of her because it's easy to do. So. You're so rude. Well, fun fun fact. Uh, Kieran's dad was also the person I did for my interview, for my public policy interview. You just use my entire family for this, don't you? Yep. So you want it. My stepmom next, my stepbrother, just, just... Ooh, Logan, we should bring him on. That's a terrible idea. Okay, until next Thank time. Thank you very much, goodbye. We'll see Logan then. Wait, do you, wait, do you have a catchphrase for the podcast? Is it no, like... but we should make one. Da, 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 da. <laughs> wait, that's Spongebob. You can't use that copyright. Just end it, just end okay. it. Bye, see you next time.